Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So today we're taking your comments and your questions. You're watching It's Monday. We are here. Give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. If you are calling and you are outside North America, you can always reach us at 205-271-2980. And you can always send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com and check us out on Facebook. So this is how the question went out there this week. Please share a reflection or an example of how the following portion of the Lord's Prayer influences your prayer, your life, and your relationships. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against so us. That's the theme. Right. And so we say that often. We say that hopefully daily. Um, we know we say it weekly when we're at mass. And so that's a beautiful prayer and how it affects uh, our lives and how we live our prayer life, our life with others, our relationships and our intimacy and we with Jesus. We want to hear from you about how you're doing that. Lord, forgive me my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. The power of that, the grace in that, the difficulty with that, the arduous way of that, we want to hear from you. We want to call from you or Facebook us, email us. We want your input today. Well, we did have a busy weekend we a because busy weekend. this Friday was your birthday. It was my birthday. So right. what Jim wanted to do for his birthday, he chose to have a spiritual retreat. So we went to the shrine of the Most Blessed, of the sacrament, most blessed Hansville. sacrament in Hansville, Alabama. And we stayed at a lovely hotel and then we, we went to the shrine on Friday yeah. and we went to mass. Yes. We, it was just beautiful, Mask, adoration. adoration, and we walked the grounds. Yeah. We have uh, right. a, some grandchildren that are there. We have a, one grandson and the other um, memorialized there at a beautiful yeah. site. Yeah. And so we got <clears throat> to do that. It was a beautiful day. Then we day. went from there, we went to see a basketball game of one of our grandchildren, James Pinto. Yes. And so he's, I think he's seven years old. He's eight. He's eight now? Yes. Okay. And so he's part of a basketball team there and it was a district game mm -hmm. where numerous cities are involved and so our son Wes is coaching the team Wesley's the coach mm -hmm. of the team outstanding so it's ages six through eight and Alex City that's the name of his city Alexander City his team with Wesley coaching as well as other coaches they won the championship they won and so they beat all these other teams and I'm gonna tell you something that team Alexander City they're the smallest basketball players you've ever seen six through eight years old but I mean, they're small compared to all the other cities that mm -hmm. they played. The other guys were bigger. These kids were so fast. <laughs> they, they run so fast. They never stop running. And they're really, I would say this it, with all respect, they're annoying to the other teams. Because mm -hmm. they're taller. They might have some better shots. But these guys are all over you. Defensively, they get the ball. They break. They score baskets. And frankly, I didn't think they were going to take the whole thing. And we were there for I don't know how many games. Right. But. Well, we won at the 130 game, which then we got set to the next bracket. We won that bracket. <laughs> then we got set to the next bracket. Yeah. But I want to tell you something. These little boys, yeah. and they were little, 
they were shooting threes, and we were like screaming. <laughs> um, I mean, and in a minute, you could lose a game if the kid on the other team could shoot some threes. So it was it was a little intense. So we had a lot of fun, we and did. we did that. And um, and then now all of the other grandchildren are done playing basketball. And we've had some champions in the other arenas. We had RJ and Sophia, yeah. and now we go to. Baseball. We have one more. We have Isabella, who's our senior at college, and we got to go see her yeah. in a softball tournament. But it's fun. We get to go and sit and be and do and love them. But we don't want you to call in about basketball. That's okay. We want you to share your reflection or example of how the portion of the Lord's Prayer that says, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And it goes on in the Lord's Prayer. If you forgive the sins of others, you'll be forgiven. If you don't, you will not be forgiven. 1-800-221-9460-205-271-2980. Give us a call. Send us an email. We want to hear from you. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Well, remember that today we're taking your questions and your comments on our show. Please give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. Outside North America, you can reach us, 205-271-2980. And you can always send your question or your comment to jimandjoy at ewtn.com and check us out on Facebook. So here is the question. Please share a reflection or an example of how following the portion of the Lord's Prayer that influences your prayer, your life, and your relationships, and this is the portion. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Mm. And so here we are, we're in the second Monday in Lent moving forward, right? We're in the second week of Lent as we go. And all the beautiful readings that were there, you can go to EWTN.com forward slash Lent. Uh, you can get Father Joseph's ebook, um, goes over the Sunday readings, so beautiful, and prepares your heart um, so that you would be in a, a, a better place for the Lord to plow into your soul during this Lenten journey. So and also check out EWTN On Demand where you can find an entire section devoted to Lenten programming. So I pray that um, you are working through your Lent. If you've fallen off, it's reset. That's the beautiful thing about mercy and grace. And I say this to you during Lent, as we're working through forgiveness, as we want to be forgiven, as we want to forgive others, God's mercy is extravagant. It's extravagant. And we want mercy but then we have to be givers of mercy. And as, as it is in your power, to the best of your knowledge, <laughs> you wanna be at one with every human being that you can be at one with. If you have caused injury or pardon or hurt um, by your actions, by your deeds, by what you did do or what you didn't do that you were supposed to do, there's mercy. 
there's forgiveness, but then you want to give that. So you ask, I'm sorry, I've injured you. <clears throat> I say this often, mia culpa, mia culpa, mia maxima culpa. I mean, I make a lot of mistakes. I want mercy, forgive me. And so how are you working that out during your Lenten journey? Okay, again, we just want to say the verse from the Lord's Prayer. Um, and forgive us our trespasses, our transgressions, the damage that we've done. Forgive us that as we forgive those who've done that to us. And this is in prayer. It's not just, you know, written out. It says when you pray, pray like this. So you're before the face of God in prayer when you pray the Lord's Prayer. The Father, Father who is merciful, who is kind, who's also just, who is compassionate, who's loving. You're before the face of Jesus Christ that at one time was marred beyond human semblance. Why? Because he was beaten. He was spit upon. He had a crown of thorns. Marred beyond human semblance. Why? Because he who knew no sin became sin for you, for me, that we might become the righteousness of God. When you pray, says Jesus, pray our Father, Abba Father, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when you ask for forgiveness, as you should, are you forgiving? Because as you forgive, and it goes on to say, to say you know, in, in the prayer or a little bit later, if you forgive men their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. And this is why we got to be reading the Word of God every day, mm -hmm. the Scriptures every day. We need to stop saying we're Catholics, we don't know the Bible. No, no excuses. We have all the books of the Bible. We need to be reading the Bible every day. So you can hear this. You need to hear beyond your own mind what you think. And, uh, and, and even today's readings were all along that line. Well, and, and it, especially in your Lenten journey, it's time that you want to sit quietly with the Lord. Okay. Maybe you go into adoration and you ask the Lord to examine you. Say, Lord, is there anyone that I have not forgiven? Reveal that to me because you, you may be actively participating in that and saying, oh, I'm not going to forgive them because then I let them go and I'm not letting them go because they really hurt me. That's not God's mercy. Yeah. That's not God's grace. That's not God's forgiveness. Right. That's not his way. And if we want to be imitators of Jesus, you know, when you don't forgive someone, the person that you're really keeping in prison is yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you want to say, Lord, in, wherever I'm bound in, in any way that I'm holding someone by the, by the neck okay. and I'm not letting them go, God, reveal that to me. Make that part of your Lenten journey that you sit quiet, that yeah. you have that peace, that you have that grace, that you have that revelation, and then just let them go. And then maybe you need to call them. And we've talked about the beautiful group of AA and how part of their, one of their steps is how they call people, write letters to people and ask for forgiveness if they've caused injury, right. pardon, or right. harm to them. We have Elaine on the phone with a question about forgiveness. Elaine, welcome to At Home with Jim and Joy. Go right ahead. Uh, my question is, Jim, how, um, how do I proceed with telling somebody that I forgive them for an injustice without sounding self-righteous? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the first place we begin is in prayer, <laughs> like in prayer to say, Lord, I want to deal with this person and, and with you now, Lord, and I, I want to give this person over to you. I've wounded this person and seek wisdom from the Lord. How best to do this? You've got to gauge the situation. Um, was she saying that that she wanted to ask for forgiveness from this person? Yeah, but she didn't want to sound self-righteous. Yeah, yeah and I, I think, you know, if you if you think you're able to connect with the person that they would take your call or you can see them personally, other situations you really can't do that. Mm. So you need to you need to take the temperature of where is this relationship? Does this person is it a possibility they would want to hear from me? And and I think, you know, finally when you get to the point if you do reach them, you know, you should say some words before, you know, I love you. Uh, and and um, you know, I think I've wounded you in some way. I don't want to sound pompous that I'm coming to you and saying anything, but for my own sake, I just like to ask your forgiveness. And if the person's aware of what you're asking forgiveness for, you might want to state that. Uh, but I think he did a good job just in stating it right. I don't want to sound pompous. I don't want to sound more spiritual mm. than, than thou. I, I just feel like I may have wronged you in this. As a matter of fact, you know I did, and I want to ask your forgiveness. And you just need to, to move in that way. And, and you need to know you want the best for that person. The person may say, well, uh, you know, I forgive you. They may say, I, I, I don't, or I don't even know what you're talking about. But you just got to be all in with, I want what is best for our relationship. And as far as it's in my power, I just want to say, I want to be as right with you as I possibly can. This is something I've detected in myself. And if there's anything else, or you can open up the door, then you've opened up the door. Right. And so, so am I seeing this right? Or is there anything else you have to say for me? Then you need to be a listener. And then you need to go from there. Uh, but I'm glad that you're willing to take the risk to say, you know, please forgive me for this transgression against you. So right. other calls, we'd like to take your calls. Give us a call. Email us. It's such an important reality. You know, Lord, as I'm forgiving, so may I be forgiven. Because Jesus says, if you don't do that, you won't be forgiven. <laughs> you know, there's just no getting around it. And so that's why I like that it's in the context of prayer, seeking the face of God, knowing God. I can't do this. Okay, the issue is that you can't do this. The issue is God can do it in you. Mm-hmm. Do you want him to do it? I can't do it perfectly. God doesn't say you got to do it perfectly. You, you want to be as perfect. You, sometimes it's just an ongoing process. But Lord, I wish this person well. You might want to throw up when you do it because you, you're really angry about it mm-hmm. because they've done something to you that I, I might, you might say, well, you don't know what happened to me. There's so, so, so many bad happenings. But yet Jesus goes through this. When you're persecuted for righteousness sake, you've got to forgive. You know, those who misused you and have abused you, you've got to forgive. Does it mean you're going to like them? You're going to be their best friend? They're going to say, oh, thank you so much. They may spit on you again. The issue is what you, it's about you. Same thing when you go to confession, right? It's not a therapy session. It's not a conversation. It's like, here's the wrongs that I've done. Perhaps even how many times I've done these things. And for these and all other transgressions that I've committed that I cannot now remember, oh, God, please forgive me. Father, please you know, grant me absolution of my sins. And uh, sometimes priests may say to you, well, are you forgiving others the way you've been forgiven? Because that's what you're going to fi- finally get. And so what do you think about this? Give us a call. Give us an email. How's this working this way out for you? But we're in prayer that, that this day today you would hear and that you would get it as right as you can from your end. to to let that person go, to give this to the Lord. One of the prayers for me is, Lord Jesus, I surrender myself to you. I surrender. I had to pray that. I learned that prayer when I really felt very violated by some people that is just, is a disaster for what they did. 
Um, but maybe what I've done to other people is a disaster too. And that's what the lady was saying. So you've got to look at it both ways. But Lord Jesus, I surrender this. I surrender myself to you. I surrender them to you, Lord. Would you take care of everything? We have Linda on the phone. Linda, quickly, uh, welcome to At Home with Jim and Joy. Your question or your comment? My comment is that I was abused as a child my grandmother and my mother. But I always had Jesus. I always went to church. And on the day my grandmother died, she had her stroke in my arms. I was 15. And she, as she stroked, she said, please forgive me, Linda. And ask Jesus, ask Jesus to forgive me. It took me 33 years to forgive, but I did. God bless you. Oh, Linda, thank you so thank much for you. sharing. And thank you. Yes, that is extremely difficult. And um, I can't imagine what you've been through and how you work that out. But thank God that you chose to forgive, to let go, and to mm. forget, and to now just pray that God will continue to heal you on your journey. Thank, thank you for you. allowing God's extravagant love, because that's what it is, to move in you mm. and through you to others. Very tender topic. May this be the time and the season where as far as it's in our power that we can say, I'm at peace. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to live at peace with everyone. I don't wish you ill will. I don't wish you, know, you extreme punishment. I, I just give you over to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the greatest and merciful lover and just. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Please don't go away. Welcome back. Well, thank you for all of your comments today. Yeah. We always love to hear from you. Well, before we wrap up today's show, we're going to check in with beautiful Joan Lewis to find out what's happening in the church. Joan, what's the latest from Rome? Well, hi, Jim, and hi, Joy, and greetings from Rome. Now, before I turn to your focus of the week, I want to give you an update on Pope Francis. As you know, the Pope and ranking members of the Roman Curia were on retreat all last week. And those spiritual exercises, done in a private fashion, they ended on Friday afternoon. However, Saturday morning, the press office communicated that because of slight flu-like symptoms, out of precaution, the Holy Father would cancel the audiences scheduled for that day. However, he seemed to have a, a quick rebound because we saw him yesterday at the window of his study overlooking St. Peter's Square to greet and pray with the faithful there who were there for the Angelus. Now, however, this morning, about nine o'clock, the press office again communicated that the Holy Father, with the flu-like symptoms persisting out of precaution, oh, by the way, he has no fever. With those symptoms persisting, he canceled audiences this morning. Now, the thing is, we didn't see the Holy Father for a whole week from last Sunday's Angelus to yesterday's uh, Angelus. So we have no idea if the Holy Father was feeling unwell at any time during the, the week of spiritual exercises. 
in any event, obviously, we will keep on top of this and also keep praying for the Holy Father. Now, your question this week was asking us to reflect on how the petition in the Our Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, how that petition affects our lives, our relationships, and our prayers. And I can remember when I learned that prayer, when I was very little, of course, I remember asking, what does the word trespass mean? And I was told that meant to commit an offense against, or to sin, or to offend someone, a, a transgression. Now, not terribly long after that, we were up in Michigan, and we were entering my great uncle's big estate, and there was a sign, and it said, no trespassing. So, so of course, I had to ask if this had anything to do with the Our Father, and I was told no. In that sense, trespassing meant entering property, a building, uh, without the owner's permission. So um, trespassing or asking to forgive us our trespasses is one of the seven petitions of the Our Father. Now I have to say when I pray, a lot of times I don't reflect profoundly on every word in a prayer. But over the years, uh, growing in faith, I did think a lot more about some prayers, and especially before going to confession. I mean, we have St. Matthew who said, if you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. So I think if we take time to deepen our reflections on these words, we can see it's very easy to offend people, to offend God in ways small and large. We just have to ask ourselves a, a lot of questions. Take the time to do that. Have I said something I shouldn't? Did I need to say something and I did not say it? There's many questions we can ask, but you know what? We don't have the time today, so time is up here. It's actually starting to rain, so back to you. Joan, thank you so much for that wonderful reflection. And I want to close this out in prayers that I'm pulling from uh, the Magnificat periodical. Prayers about, again, those that we're not at, living at peace with, that the Lord Jesus and the intercession of Mary would lead us to be able to say, grant them every blessing, Lord. For those who have hurt or harmed us, those who dislike us, those who look down on us, for those who refuse to speak to us, grant them every blessing, Lord. So our next show coming up will be with Dee Dee Chisholm. She will share with us about the good of life-affirming health care and spreading the gospel through that work. God bless you. God bless all of your loved ones. Let's walk through this land together. Keep it on DWTN. Bye now.